Before we get into today's topic, I'd like to mention that the Digital Broker Podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio Software is for commercial insurance agents looking to provide a first-rate client experience to their insureds. Indio turns the application, renewal, and accord submission process into a fully digital, easy-to-use experience for insureds, similar to a TurboTax-like experience for the business owner. As a result, agencies using Indio are able to retain and acquire more business. Ryan, you've had some experience with Indio. What what have you seen that's a benefit? Agencies totally are looking to define client experience. What is client experience? Every C that I talk to right now, C-level is, hey, we need a client experience. Well, this is the client experience. This can help make you look modern in front of your clients, which may be the most important factor. It can ease the burden of uh, filling out paperwork, and this is a, a relatively easy solution to put in place and to, to make work. So that when I think about Indio and the advantages that you get, that's one of the main ones. And to get a demo of the product, you can go to their website, useindio.com, and simply click on the Get Started button and schedule a time. And certainly be sure to let them know that you heard about it on the Digital Broker Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. Welcome back to the Digital Broker. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Deeds. And Ryan, today we're continuing our conversation uh, around agency management systems, um, specifically how to go through the process of finding a system. And what a process it is. Uh, what a process it is. It's it, daunting. I mean, it is. It's, it's daunting. I think that, you know, when it's like a terrible thing if Kay, my COO, comes to me and says, hey, we need to look at, you know, let's evaluate agency management systems. Just it's so overwhelming. How, you know, it, it just as somebody who's trying to make that decision for their organization or help the organization make the decision, eh, how many do I evaluate? What needs to be evaluated? You know, how do I make sure I'm doing the right job and showing the right things? You know, all of those are so critically important. And so ultimately, you just kind of shut down and say, "We're good." Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna go there now. And unfortunately, that that might be a good response, but it also might put the agency can behind, right? Mm -hmm, and, and not keeping up with what the agency needs to be able to do in order to, again, focus on our clients. You know, what expectations do they, they have? And are we able to meet that with the technology platforms that, that we have chosen and um, that, that we rely upon? A couple of just statistics, really. My best number is there are still about 20% of independent agencies that don't have any system at all. Like Excel-based or just doing it however Excel, they Excel, it together. could be ACT. It could be, you know, some, some CRM. Or it could be, uh, I see this actually more often than you might realize, it could be I developed my own. Mm -hmm. I didn't like anything I saw. Right. It was too expensive. I didn't want to pay for it. So I've kind of put together, and it typically is somebody who's got some kind of programming background mm -hmm. or at least enjoys it. So it's a bit more of a passion project than, than necessarily something else. Uh, although, if we look back at the history of management systems, that's almost virtually where every system started, was somebody who had a problem and was trying to solve it, created their own process that they thought was best, and then 
eventually other agents started saying, can I buy it? Right? And so they created a, a product, a company, et cetera. Um, there are so many examples of, of that process. So it's not necessarily bad, but most agency owners and brokers certainly probably don't have the resources today to um, actually be able to do that. But the other 80% that have some type of platform, again, the question uh, that we've addressed uh, already is, when is it time to move forward? When is it time to, to do that? And so if you haven't listened to the, the episode prior to this where we talk about that, uh, go back and listen to that because we, we talk a lot about what I call indicators of uh, things that in your organization might give you a reason to, to start looking. But over the years, um, I've created a five-step process that in a consulting capacity, if an agency actually comes to me and says, Steve, will you help us through this process? So I do do that. These are the steps that I take people through. Uh, so step one, I call strategy. So it really is, why do you want a new system Why do you or a system? But typically it's, why do you want a new system? Mm -hmm. And we talked a lot about some of the indicators of reasons why. You've been on the same platform for over 10 years. You've, you know, your so staff is behind your, right, all of those kinds of indicators. So I'm in a boardroom, you know, with my operations team and a bunch of folks, <clears> and we're writing down a list of, of things. I mean, is that, is, you know, we've gone through this discovery process. We understand what the pain points are. But is that where you see that happening? Is that is that at the ownership level? Is that at the operations level? You know, where are those, this initial? discussion happening, where does it start? Um, I, th I think it starts at the ownership level or the, in your case, you have a COO, right, mm -hmm. in your organization. I think it starts at that level. Uh, and what I would recommend is people have an open mind in terms of looking around, you know, where are we struggling? What problems is she coming to you, Ryan, right. and asking you to solve and could those problems go away if we had a better a platform that was more modern or uh, right. did more things or – right. So I, I think that's where it starts. I also think it is key to listen to your staff. What are they complaining about? Because that, that gives you your feature set requests kind of, right? The, the, your, your some of your evaluation criteria – is you can go out and say, okay, well, these are the five main pain points. You solve two of these. You solve three of these, something right. like that. And that really is step two. So step one is just why. Why, why are What's you even thinking about it? What's driving this? Is it money? Is, uh, is a system getting too costly that you're currently on? Is it not functioning well? Is it, right, all of those kinds of things. And when you do this, Steve, I mean, is this an eva I'm evaluating this. It doesn't mean that we're starting a project that says we're going to change the agency management system. That project might originate from we just want to evaluate the stuff. And I'm still going to walk through these steps that we have so I can know at the end if we're in the right place or if we're in the wrong place. Exactly. Okay. And we'll kind of get to that uh, when we talk about de vendor demos because mm -hmm. uh, I have two main types of demos. Um, and there is no commitment, frankly, at step one, you know, just strategically, why are we looking or why should we look? And I think that's, a, that's an annual question. I think that should just always be asked intentionally. Are we on the right platform? As simple as that, yes or no. Yes, fine, we're good for another year. Um, or 
if it's no, then strategically it might be, but we can't handle that right now. So we're going to put this off till 2019. Maybe we have some processes to get sorted out. Maybe some of the inefficiencies that we're seeing aren't directly related to the AMS. You know, and, and so once we get those hammered out, then we can go and try to tackle that. And I almost might say the last resort is to start the actual selection process, mm -hmm. right? Because, right. again, we've tried to set a couple of different times. This is a difficult process, and changing systems will significantly reduce your productivity for at least six months. I think that's like you said. I mean, if you have those if, – if you've done step one and step two and you get to that place – you got to constantly look back at step one and step two to justify the, the cause of that and the Absolutely. reasons for that. Yep. So strategy step one, step two, evaluating system requirements. And that really is user input. What, what are the business problems? What are the things not working well? What, what complaints do people – What do your clients give? want, right? I mean, what are you and, hearing from your clients that, that and, they might be able to Honestly, you, you know what? And that question has really only been – a a viable question or one that's come up in the last probably five years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it perhaps is the more important question than just staff. Right. right. What do our clients expect? And will changing the platform allow us to do a much better job creating a great client experience? And that could trump all kinds of things. Absolutely. I, absolutely. Meaning yeah. that could be by itself the reason to change a platform, even with all the pain that goes into that process. I agree. I mean, if it's helping you provide value to those clients, like you said, that you may have a lot of reasons not to, but if you can't provide value to your clients, none of those other reasons not to matter. And it, so, yeah, I think that's a very And important I think that's a piece that isn't discussed as much as it should be mm -hmm. or – I think people are aware of it. Agency owners and managers are aware of it at some level, but I don't think it's risen to the to the point of a real key criteria in looking at infrastructure, right, the, the platforms and stuff that we're on. Step three is just what are our options? And that really varies. So the most common question I get is, Steve, what's the best agency management platform? Right. Or system usually is the way the question is phrased. And I always come back and say there is not a best agency management system. Right. But there is a best system for, for you. your organization, right. for your agency, for your brokers. For your situation. Your situation. Right. Because honestly, here's where the, the factors that impact the decision are vast. How much personalized do you do? Do you have a, a lot? Do you do a lot of high net worth? You know, so now we're talking carrier communications, upload, download. Are you using download e a lot? E-docs. Yeah. And are you looking at a platform that does that really well or not? A factor. Uh, what about small commercial? What about do you do a lot of large commercial? And what does that mean to you, right? Large commercial to some agencies is $25,000 in revenue. For some larger brokers, $25,000 in revenue is a small commercial account. Sure. Right? I mean, so, again, you can't make blanket statements. So really understanding the options. And then the other factor is what new vendors are out there? And are they a reasonably viable option for your organization? And here's – I phrase that specifically. 
I've seen over and over again, typically larger organizations make a platform decision based on financial security of the vendor or perceived financial security of the vendor and not features functionality and benefit to the end users and, and, and certainly not to the client at that point. Is the vendor going to be around in 10 years? Right. Can I rely on that vendor? It's an absolutely valid question. I feel like in today's world, however, with things changing as rapidly as they are, agents and brokers need to take more risk. Right. Because by being so risk averse, they are losing potential opportunities, again, client focused, et cetera. So, I mean, to me, that what are the options? And to me, that's very broad. I mean, look at everything that's out there. Right. Start uh, funneling it down based on your specific requirements. Now, as you evaluate these, do you take in the corporate culture of the entity, the agency, um, from an adoption standpoint into, into those factors? Or do you say, you know, we're going to get with the times, you're, you're going to have to change, you know, let's remove that from the equation and drive forward? I think it's ability of your organization to change, your staff to change is really what we're talking about. Absolutely. Is a consideration. I think it's becoming less and less as important or should become less and less as important as it has in the past. I mean, I can't tell you how many agency owners tell me, oh, you know, my staff won't, won't do that. Yeah, I hear that. And, you know, I think, and again, in today's world, with as fast as things are changing, technology certainly, but expectations that new technology create in the people we deal with, um, I, I think we are going to have to encourage strongly, mm -hmm. force, if I might use that word, you know, people into change situations that they wouldn't choose to be in. Well, and I think with the upcoming of the digital natives, you know, th that are so used to constant malleability, right? They've gone from Facebook to Snapchat to this app to that app to whatever. They get very used to not being tethered to X software. Right. And so I think that that's a big departure from those of us who have used the same software for 20 years. Yeah, no question. Know? And those agencies that can get this process down and even if they don't make a change but have this strategic evaluation opportunity, they go through the, the process to, to, to understand, am I in the right place? What am I missing out in? Those are the ones that are going to have a strategic advantage, mm -hmm. you know, understanding I, no what question. I don't know. Yep, you know? no question. So what are your options? And here's, and again, I made this comment earlier. I track about 40 different, and that varies somewhat, 40 different agency management system platforms. I would say a good number of those are for designed specifically for small agencies, more regionally focused. I would say for a lot of agencies, 40 is not the number they need to be looking at. They need to narrow that down to, I would suggest, 10 or so that they then do the next step, and that's sure. demos. And I have two primary types of demos. First is what I call vendor-controlled demos. And that's where you get demos from all 10, set them up in a reasonable period of time, and let them show you the best stuff in their platform. You listen. You ask questions. Make sure you understand what they're showing you. 
But you ask questions. And that evaluation then is, okay, what are the, well, here's actually where I would ask the question, is there enough difference to what we already have to move forward? Right. I think that's the decision point of, okay, we've looked. It, some stuff is kind of cool. You know, maybe texting out of the platform or a great, you know, different client portal or some of that kind of stuff. Is it enough of an improvement, a difference to what we already have? And understanding our current vendor, what's their roadmap? When are they going to upgrade, change, add? Mm -hmm. That then becomes the decision point of move forward with a more formal process of deep dive, still not making decisions. Sure, yet, sure. Right? Now you're just taking that ten. You're narrowing it down. I suggest two or three. I do too. I, I to be honest, when you said ten, I was like, oh my god. But now, if I'm doing ten and I'm doing ten demos, and I'm just tr trying to get the the ones that best suit us, so I can then do deep dives on three or four. I can't do deep deep, deep dives on ten. It'd you cannot do deep, deep dives on ten. You know, three or four, absolutely. I mean, that that's that's what I like to kind of do is. Give me the, the pros and cons of each. Let me see wh which ones don't have X advantage. If for, for me as an implementer, I've got to pick. It goes back to your financial viability, but it's actually how new is this, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? I don't want to be the guy sitting on the ledge that everybody's pointing to and says, look at Ryan. He is so cutting edge. He went and did X with his agency, and then a year later— I'm not able to do anything right. because I did X with this. No question. You know, so I'm I'm more of look at a friend to go on the ledge. If they have success, maybe I'll follow along that path. I mean, I'm, I'm responsible for you know making these decisions, and I want to make sure I can always go back and argue why I made them. Absolutely agree with that, and I would suggest a more risk taking than is normally built into agency organizations mm -hmm. now. That's right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, you have to be – You to me, You when you're looking at this stuff, you've got to do it with an open mind with, hey, you know what? We may see something that's going to really excite us to make that shift, right, and not let the, the financial or the fear of being first or any of those hold us back if we can create a good strategy around it. Exactly. And the benefit of being first or okay. in the first is you have much more impact on – the development, because typically that vendor may be new, right? If they've got new stuff and they're looking for input on what needs to change, what, you know, we've done what we think is the best thing to do. And so, you know, historically, I've always tended to be beta testers. So I would have that impact on the final product. I would have input on here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like. Um, and, and I've done a lot of that over the years. So – and the, the thing we really haven't talked about yet that we should interject here is the team. There needs to be a selection team. Mm -hmm. And I would actually probably – and I might have to revise my steps just to emphasize this point. I would probably put the team together at step two, the strategy, meaning who's going to be on the review team? You're not going to have everybody in the organization. Right. But you probably need representatives from various departments, right? So personal lines, commercial lines, small commercial employee benefits typically are kind of the right, right areas. Other surety maybe. I mean, again, accounting. that's agency by agency. Uh, yeah, absolutely accounting, a representative. 
and then have them go through. And then even that first demo of the 10, if you're not taking notes through that demo of what you liked and didn't like, you will have no idea a week later who did what, who said what. So again, it's structured. It's not just, oh, let's take a look, but let's write down. What did I like? What didn't I like? What do I want to see more of? What impressed me? What concerned me? What didn't? What can I get rid of out of this, right? right. Yeah. What can I cull down from this? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I call the vendor control demo. That's the first set of demos. And then narrow that down to two, three, four. Uh, and then go into, and this really is then the, the core of the comparison. Uh, and I call it agency-controlled demos. And what I recommend to agencies is that they actually create what I call scenarios. So personal lines. Here's the account. Here's the information. You know, two drivers, two cars. And I want every vendor to demo using my scenario so that I can compare side-by-side side every system. Mm-hmm. And small commercial, commercial lines, certificates, claims, whatever you feel you need to see in order to do a accurate and complete comparison between how different platforms process those types of transactions. That's what you want to see. That is one of those things that could get out of control. So do you kind of have like, hey, we're going to do your five process, pick your five main processes that you do with X and let's knock it out through these three or four systems. Each one of you guys provide your feedback. Again, now you have your, because you have your selection team to help you give feedback at different levels. I like that concept. I think in practice, Mm. it's very hard to do that. It is. No question. Just getting the people together on something that may not come to fruition and having them have the buy-in to spend the time to do that, that is a challenge. But if you're coming at this strategically like, hey, this is a part of the thing that we do every year or every couple of years, then to me, that's how you win out ultimately. Yeah, I think so. And my largest consulting job in system selection was with a organization where a bank had purchased three different agencies, each agency of about 100 people, each agency on a different platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some in-house, some, you know, whatever. Right. All spread over. Spread over. Spirit systems. And the three-year run out of the buyout from, you know, ended and the bank president came to the insurance division president and said, you choose a system or I will, because they were spent. They had two full-time people doing all the stuff. doing all the reconciliation right. of financial statements, right? All of that kind of stuff. So we had a three hundred person organization, three different platforms that I managed, facilitated the process of exactly what I talked about. Right. So we did go through. We did score. We had a one to ten rating on all kinds of different levels. I put all that stuff into a spreadsheet to give us again indicators of what people liked, what people didn't like. Sure. Um, ultimately, that organization uh, picked a platform. Several people left the organization because of the platform that was chosen. Right. Again, those are some of change the changes hard. Changes hard, and uh, you know every IT person in each of the three organizations thought their system was the best. Sure. You know, so it, it's a hard. It can be a hard process. Right. But they did change. What that agency did get was buy-in from all the users. Sure. Because they're the one that selected. And they the went system. through that process. They yeah, went through absolutely. the process, and, and then so implementation is easier. Implementation and your is is, easier. is is still hard, but easier because right. they pick the system. Yep. It, it's a process that that does uh, work, um, and then. 
through all those demos, comparisons, finally step five is making the decision. And that's the beginning, really. Right? That, well, Golly. we have a, we'll, yeah, we'll, that's a we'll save a, another world. We'll there. save a, another episode <laughs> for implementation because <laughs> I do have some very definite thoughts yeah. in that process, too. But this is just getting the contract signed. Sure. Basically making that final decision. Like, and hey, there's in lots a of years we're going to use you. Well, that's right. And there's lots of contract questions. Mm-hmm. There's there's cost questions. Conversion what can you negotiate? Yeah. What can you negotiate? But finally making the decision that. Yes, we are going to move. And by the way, step five is the only port step where you commit to actually changing. Right. Step five could be we're good. Mm-hmm. Right? We've looked. We're good. There's not enough benefit. I've even gone to the point with a couple of agencies where we timed a process on their current system and timed a process on a system they thought would benefit – and we compared that over the number of transactions the prior year and gave some estimates of how much time would the new systems actually save. It was an application completion sure. process, right? How much time would it, they actually save? That's the level of detail that you, I think, need to get to that's very hard for an agency to get to. But if you don't, then you end up with a system that um, – an email I got from an agency owner – Move systems. It was two or three weeks after live week, meaning they were on the system. And he said, I can't get this report that I had on my old system. Right. And I did it monthly. It's how I ran my agency. It's how I knew what was going on. I, I can't get that report. What do I do? And unfortunately, I thought to myself, if that report was so important, why didn't you know before you went on the system that it would change or you couldn't get it? Or sure. that may be a reason not. To move forward. Well, I think the evaluation is more important than anything else. It's like you said. I mean, you know, that this is setting the framework for what what success will be once it's in place. Yeah. Right. The more work you do at this stage and these the, these five steps, the much better off you're going to be at the end of this. Yeah. No, I, I think there's no question. Um, and again, it's such an important decision for any organization, small or large. Yeah. And I think uh, it goes back to your collaboration. To, no one person wants to be solely responsible for this decision. Right. I would never in a million years want to be responsible for bringing anything this large by myself to the organization. And that's why that team is so that's important right. and that makeup that of that team and build a consensus. Absolutely. Get all the different input that you can. One other comment I'll make real quick is uh, we talked about accounting person. There are some demos that I recommend are shifted, uh, meaning – the accounting demo, frankly, the whole team probably doesn't need to sit in. Uh, I glaze over really quickly when, you know, the accounting people get involved into the accounting details. Absolutely important aspect, but that can be focused on individuals. Uh, the others are perhaps bonds, certainly benefits, you know, just some specialty lines or types that um, – that you might want separate demos on. And don't be afraid of asking for multiple demos from the vendors. You need to control the information. If you have any question, ask for another demo. Make sure you have the time. Yes. Because so often what will happen is, hey, we're going to go demo this and they'll give you 14 days. And on the 15th day, you're like, I want to go look at this. But your demo's expired. So, you know, make sure that you 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 allocate the time, like you said, strategically to make that you can put that in. It's not just window dressing. Yeah, right? absolutely. So key decision on an agency's part, 
five-step process that uh, at least gives you a bit of a framework to take a look at how to actually go through the decision-making process. Um, I will, as we're wrapping this up, uh, mention that I am putting together a agency management system selection summit. Yes, lots of S's. July 16th, it starts uh, where I am gathering the vendors together to help you with this initial look. Uh, We'll have probably 10 to 15 vendors uh, show their systems, 90-minute demo. It'll be recorded. Uh, It'll be behind a uh, secured area, and uh, agents can participate live and or uh, take a look at the demo through the uh, the recording. But it's uh, a way that I am trying to help people through this process to get an initial look at some of these platforms that have been around a while and also some platforms you may not be aware of that could be viable options for your organization. What a time saver. I mean, you know, just like you said, just gathering the people up to, to be able to demo the stuff is difficult. You yes. know? And so, yeah, what, what a great time saver for me just to be able to hop on something, evaluate some things, get an idea of what's out there so I can start having these conversations. So Exactly. Awesome. And uh, people who participate in the summit will actually get access to my online digital course. So those five steps I go through, I have samples of all the forms, Excel spreadsheets, et cetera. So a tool for them to not have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I'd way rather blame you for <laughs> <laughs> to say, hey, I, I use this I use process. this. Yeah, that's right. This is, a, you know, we, we went through all the steps. It was a methodical process. It wasn't us inventing it on our own, right? It's right. We've seen agencies use this and succeed. And so, I mean, again, I just think that uh, that anybody in the agency space could, could, could get value from that big time. So if you want more information about that, simply go to steveanderson.com slash summit, S-U-M-M-I-T. Uh, and there's full information there. And you can decide whether that's something worthwhile for you to participate in. So, Ryan, thanks. Great discussion today on management systems and until our next episode. Always a pleasure. This has been another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds. Send us your questions and comments. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by NDO Technologies. NDO provides insurance agents a first-rate client experience by turning the application, renewal, and accord submission process into an easy-to-use, fully digital experience. As a result, agencies using NDO are able to retain and acquire more business. To learn more about NDO and why agencies such as Risk Strategies, ABD, and Heffernan Insurance use NDO, go to www.useindio.com. That's use, U-S-E, indio, I-N-D-I-O, dot com.